All right, welcome to another Smack Talk Live. It's an episode of the Tens. Now, I know you've heard it before. We did our year in review stuff, and we talked a little bit about the hopes and dreams of what we'd like to see in the upcoming future. But this edition of the Tens with Tony Colombo, by the way, hi, Tony. Hello, Dennis. This is we put together a Christmas list of 10 things we want to see, whether it's going to happen, whether it's not. And and maybe, Tony, and we don't talk about our list. My list is really rooted in reality a little bit. I don't know about yours, but my my list is kind of a little bit of what I want to see in 2017 rooted in reality. I I would agree. I think that I think that you, the same can be said about mine. Um, I'm looking at my list now to see if anything would be simply wishful thinking, and I don't think that. Well, well, as I look at a couple of these, maybe there's a couple of things on here that I don't have that I don't have confidence in happening, but. Things that I don't think are out of the things that I don't think are unrealistic for a wrestling fan to want out of the WWE. Let's put it that way. And so something that certainly should happen, even if it probably won't. Well, why don't you start with your number 10? All right. So this is, as you said, our 10 wishes for 2017 and um just to remind folks you just you just briefly mentioned it also Dennis and I do not talk about our lists ahead of time so if you've heard our countdowns before very often we will have the same thing on our list at different points in the list. So um, it could be a situation again where we, where we double them up, but that's, but that's the fun of the tens. So my number 10 and my 2017 wish list is for the WWE main roster to become glorious Mm. And we see Bobby Roode make his way to the main roster. I like that. A I know lot. you're not. I know you're not an NXT guy, and I'm not either. I, I um, I'm a fan of NXT, and I watch the Takeover specials, and I I monitor on the internet who has won and lost and you know, what the storylines are, but I don't watch NXT every week. So I'm not, it's not, I don't watch the program every week. And so, and I'm, I I don't know a whole lot about some of the secondary storylines or, you know, some of Mm -hmm. who the up and comers are. Um, I do know that I love watching Shinsuke Nakamura matches and Samoa Joe matches and Bobby Roode matches. Um, so the big guys, um, DIY, the tag team, you know, the, um, uh, all the big names I'm familiar with. 
and I can have a conversation about NXT, but uh, I don't I don't watch the show. But I do know that Bobby Roode is great, and particularly this character that he's created, this glorious persona, is a lot of fun to watch and done right on the main roster would be amazing for I, 2017. I was a big rude fan when he was in beer money and TNA. So I really, yeah. I really enjoyed this TNA stuff. I kind of lost track of him in NXT, but I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. He didn't make my list, but yeah, I'm okay with that. Are you familiar with the with the theme song with the whole glorious oh, yeah. persona? Yeah, I, I, oh god, I checked that out. It's so I great. Checked out Ey Eric Young when he came out because I kind of like the. I'm a WCW guy, so TNA gave me that WCW feel. So I like to kind of keep up with those guys and see where they are now. Yeah, yeah, we should do a. We should have a TNA discussion on one of these podcasts. I know that we focus on on WWE and main roster stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I know that you don't watch. I, the only thing that I watch besides WWE is ring of honor. And um, I, 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 you know, I try to keep up again, just via the internet with what's happening on TNA, particularly with the, uh, with broken Matt Hardy, which is uh, just a character I think is amazing. But I think we should have a discussion one day about not 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 about TNA and the storylines and what's happening with that company, but just the um, just the state of wrestling outside the WWE I'm, and yeah. how good, in my opinion, it would be for e- either Ring of Honor or TNA or New Japan or Lucha Underground, one of these others, to become a a, a legitimate second option you'll we'll never get a wcw situation where you have two companies that are that could be considered to be on equal footing but right now i i but it, i would love to see the gap closed um to some extent that's so maybe no. we just had the conversation i don't know <laughs> nope nope we didn't i'm 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 with you and i'm interested and i think we should do it my number yeah, 10 cool. My yes, number, sir. Kurt Back Angle is Kurt Angle. Ooh, good one. I'm I'm excited for a return. I, it's much needed. Uh, I'm curious to see what version of Kurt Angle we get. Uh, my my favorite is always funny Kurt Angle, but I don't think you see that anymore. That's that's pretty much down the drain. But uh, I, I'm, I would love to see Kurt Angle come back and, and see what kind of hijinks he can get into. I love it. Good one. But, uh, that I'm jealous that I didn't put that on my list. Yeah. Uh, it's true. It's damn true. Um, number nine for me. Uh, I wish in 2017 that the WWE keep Enzo and Cass together. You have, and let them be a tag team. You have such a love affair with these guys. You cannot. I could call you and be like, hey, how's your car? Let me tell you about Enzo and Cash. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It's not even that. It's not that I love them. And it's not that I 
I don't think that they're the greatest tag team in the WWE. Um, but I, I do think, and this is where the obsession comes in, is that they are horribly misused. And they have such an entertainment value. They could do wonders for the tag team division. And they're never allowed to compete for tag titles. And they're never the feud they're in right now, you know, isn't even a tag team feud. It's just, I just feel like they're so misused. Um, and they're telegraphing the breakup and Cass is going to go out on his own. I don't know that they'll break up and get into a feud or anything like that, but um, it doesn't look like the future, the tag team is the, the tag division is the future for those guys. And I think it's such a waste. So I wish that they would keep them together. My number nine, Tony with a lot of soul searching and the intercontinental championship on my mind, I feel like in 2017, I would like to see a lengthy run by Samoa Joe holding the Intercontinental Championship. I love it. Good one. Great one. I, I, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe would be such an amazing addition to the main roster. Um, if it, it, especially if done right. If they he he could be booked as the no nonsense ass kicking mean heel. They what they need, and they they kind of have this with Braun Strowman, but Braun Strowman doesn't have any personality. Mm-mm. They need a heel that doesn't get all of their wins through nefarious actions a heel that's a bad guy but can back it up and doesn't need to cheat of course doesn't mind cheating is not Mm -hmm. you know something that they're gonna avoid doing but they can just go that they need more of those heels all the heels in the wwe no not all but most of the heels in the wwe aren't allowed to just be just badasses. Right. They have to be, um, you know, they have to be coward, cowardly heels. I mean, Kevin Owens was a dominant, uh, uh, a dominant performer until he became the champion. And now that he's a heel at the top level, they turn him into a coward. They did the same thing with Seth Rollins. They've done the same thing with Chris Jericho to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done it with Rusev in the past. Um, they've had Rusev running away from fights, you know, at different at different points of his uh, of his career. It's just ridiculous. They they need to have that no nonsense. I'll just I'll just beat you up. Heel and Samoa Joe could be that guy. I love it. Great what, one. What's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is that I wish that they would change the creative behind Roman Reigns, that they would give up the Superman persona. And I I, I wish they would make him heal. They don't have to make him heal if they don't want to, but they've 
got to abandon this super Cena in yeah. Roman Reigns skin. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're doing. Uh, so I, I, I think that one speaks for itself. Um, I, I just, I, I wish my number eight is I wish they would change Roman Reigns creative. Just, just change him up, change his character. My number eight, and bear with me for a second on this. We all know John Cena is going for, you know, the record holder for how many times he's held the championship belt, which that number has been bastardized anyways, a million times over. Um, but they're starting to make a big deal that John Cena is kind of approaching that magic number, right? Mm -hmm. I would like to see him get close and Ric Flair ruin it. Ric Flair bring in somebody. Ric Flair really end his career as a great manager in, in becoming a thorn in the side of John Cena as he tries to make this chase for the iconic was it 18 or 16 and a rich, you know, uh, time champion. I love it. 16 is the yeah. number. Yeah. And I, I think that's great. I would love to see that story. Um, I don't mean to, I don't mean to poop on it, but the only, the only reason I really don't see that happening is if you remember when he was wrestling, was it Rollins for with the with that chance on the line number sixteen on the line, and the John Stewart incident? Who was he? Was it Rollins? Yeah. When when John Stewart came out and got and, and interfered in the match at whatever pay per view that was, and <laughs> of all people, John Stewart got in the ring, interfered in the match. And ended up distracting Cena and causing him to lose. And then the next night on Raw, John Stewart said, "I did it because Ric Flair is my favorite wrestler of all time, and I wasn't gonna watch this, you know, oversized Boy Scout break my hero's record." And Ric Flair came out and gave John Stewart the business and said. He wished that John. He was rooting for John Stewart, or rooting for John Cena, and if anybody deserves it, it's John Cena. And I want John Cena to have that record. So they'd have to go back on. Not that they couldn't do that because WWE does mm -hmm. that all the time. They go back on things like that. But um, I, that I would love to see that story, but I'm afraid that they won't do that because. Flair is so on record of saying that he's a John Cena fan and the Flair these days is the is is like everybody's nice grandpa. I'd love to see him be the dirtiest player in the game again, but he just doesn't seem to have that in him anymore. I, I would love to see him finish strong to really rebuild that Ric Flair character that has been torn down over the last six years. Amen. Amen. I, I've I hope I, I would love to see it happen, but I have my doubts. Um, my number seven, I went, I got long winded on your number nine intentionally. So I didn't have to do it again. I've already said everything that I need to say on this. My number seven is that Samoa Joe comes to the main roster 
And the only caveat I would put on that is that he come up with everything I said a minute ago with the character already the, the, the story already in place, the creative already in place and a plan for him to be booked strong and to keep that persona that he has down in NXT. So that's my number seven. My number seven is Triple H and why he turned on Seth Rollins. Still a mystery. Never heard anything about it. He's he's doing TV and, you know, the United Kingdom Championship. But yet this is just something that's hanging over my head. I, I want to know what the finish to that storyline is. And the farther we get away from it, the less it matters. So I'd like to see that tidied up soon. Yeah, why did he give – he's never explained why he gave the title to Kevin Owens. Hasn't been back on TV since. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. I, I, I agree with you. I, it, that that should have already we, – we shouldn't be wishing for that. Mm-hmm. It seems like common sense storytelling that eventually – I get dragging it out a little bit, but, man, it's gone on too long. And I kind of wish that – I, I get I get that Triple H is a good heel, and I get that he likes being a heel, but I don't like there being two Triple H's in the WWE universe. That he's the great babyface creator and general manager, commissioner, whatever you want, president, whatever you want to call it, of NXT. The babyface Hall of Famer that runs NXT and is beloved by the NXT audience and performers, at least the babyfaces. And then he comes on Raw and he's this diabolical mm-hmm. heel. I hate that. I hate that. So, yeah, I, I there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot that Triple H could be. I think uh, better at. Uh, is it me? Yep. Seven. My number six. My number six is that they make. I wish that they would make the Bullet Club relevant. I wish that they would fix what they've done to Gallows and Anderson, and turn them into the tag team that we all thought they would be coming into the WWE. No, I'm I'm with you. I like that. I think there's so much you could do with the Bullet Club. Um, I just feel like they're not going to touch that until a must have to, to get people over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know. It, it may be too late to get them to where they need, where they should have been the whole time, but that's my number six. I wish that they would make the bullet club relevant and make them the strong heel and give them a, and give them a championship run. Give him a, a give him a good solid heel tag team championship run. No, I I think I'm I'm with you too. Uh, my number six is I'd like to see them get a better handle on the pay per view schedules. Uh, you know, in a recent podcast we did, we talked about the Royal Rumble and going back in '92, and you look at that Royal Rumble. I think there was only what five pay per views that year, um, with the brand split. You get a lot of really cool pay-per-views that are only going to be one-sided, and I think that's kind of a waste. And I wish that they could figure out a way to 
you know, maybe do away with the pre-show and dark matches and make pay-per-views multicultural or something. But I don't know. I, I think right now the hey, just, you know, one gets hell in the cell, the other one might get something else. I, I think they need a better handle and to learn how to split them. I Going in to it, I thought that all the pay-per-views was going to be great. I thought it was going to be a ton of fun. But after living with it for a year, it is too much. And and I don't know why. Why can't both have a hell in the cell? And why can't they both have money in the bank? Mm-hmm. Like, why why is it that way? Like, oh, this, you know, this brand gets this one and this brand gets that one and you can't have them do both. I like that they only mix the two. Uh, brand, I'm a big fan of brand separation um, and making it special when they come together. So keep that limited to the, the big four, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. It's perfect because you're never more than just a few months away from the two brands getting together. But maybe in those months, those four months of the year, maybe just make that multi-branded pay-per-view be the only one. And the other months you can do the dual pay-per-views. But when, man, when they were doing like, like right around Survivor Series, there was like three pay-per-views in five weeks. Because Raw had one, SmackDown had one, and then there was Survivor Series. That just is too much. So I'm, I'm with you completely on that. All right. Um, my number five is I wish that they would expand the Raw women's division. Creative, I was going to say, but I'll say division. And not make it so Charlotte, Sasha, and now Bailey a little bit heavy. I wish that they would feature some of the other women and grow that division. Give it two or three storylines. Give it the the primary title storyline, and then have a couple of other you know mid card feuds happening in the women's division, and just let more people participate and be relevant in that division other than Sasha Charlotte and a little bit of Bailey. I'm yeah, I, I don't yeah, I don't think the women's division even made my list, but that's how low I think of them right now. Yeah. Well, that's how low they've been portrayed. I, not on SmackDown. I think they're doing a, a, a much better job on SmackDown. I, we've mentioned this before. I think that part of the, the only the only bad thing with some of the uh, SmackDown storylines is the acting is so terrible. But at least they have secondary storylines on SmackDown. They never have any secondary storylines on Raw. It's always what's Charlotte doing, and then that's it. Yeah, I I, I can't agree with you more. My number five, Tony Colombo. I'd like mm-hmm. to see before he goes away. A nice Chris Jericho title run, whether it be with the United States Championship 
or a different one. I, I think this is going to be maybe his swan song. You might see him pop up more here and there at the end. Um, the rumors were he was done at the end of the year, but here he is holding the United States Championship. I just think uh, I, I'd like to see something nice and see something special on his way out for him. I like it. No complaint. No, uh, you're not going to get any argument from me on that one. Uh, I love Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and they could do they they you know they could definitely do more with him, and I'd be fine with it. Maybe he'll get a good run with this U.S. title. I don't know. Maybe my you know. Uh, we we could talk. We, we've got more Royal Rumble and and things to talk about. So I'll save what I was about to say instead of getting into another big long thing. But All right. I'll I'll just for this for the purpose of this I'll just say I agree. Good. Um, my number four is I wish that Finn Balor will pick up where he left off when he comes back at wherever he comes back at whether it be the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania or SummerSlam or whenever he finally does come back, I hope that he is immediately put back in the main event program, chasing the title that he never lost. And he, they, they put the trust in him that they had. I'm not saying they have to hand him the title right out of the gate, but I hope that this hasn't damaged his spot on the card and he falls down in the mid card or, or, you know, something like that. I hope that he picks up right where he left off at the top of the card. I, I do too. He, he did not lose the championship. He had to relinquish it. And I think it would be fun to kind of see him be thrown into the heat of that group of people vying for that championship and, and how his point of view will change things. Yeah, it's 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 a pre it's 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 pre-written. It's perfect. You don't have to mess with it. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. He's going for the title that he never lost. Mm. And put him right back in that spot and don't overdo it with the demon. Yeah. Save the demon for big moments. Don't trot the demon out every other week. No, I'm with you. My number 4 Tony is the draft this year. I think they need to do it like fantasy football keeper league where certain people are off limits. Not everybody on the roster is up for change. I've said it before to you, maybe on the mic or not. I think in order to keep momentum going, you have to keep certain people on the brand and build from it. I think the draft should be a building from it kind of thing where maybe they're only allowed to draft from non-contracted Raw or SmackDown wrestlers and NXT wrestlers, and it's like a three or a four round thing. I love it. I I would much if you're gonna ha- if you if you have to do a draft, which they it seems like they are married to an an annual draft. Mm-hmm. I I pray that they allow the 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 brands to do some type of keeper situation like you're talking about. Um, my fear is and my belief is that that's not what they're going to do, that it's going to be wide open again. And I just hate that. I hate, you can't go on TV every week and preach loyalty to your brand. If you're just gonna shake it up every year, 
why would you be so why would you care so much if you were a performer on SmackDown and Raw or Raw if it was a month before the draft and you're mm-hmm. thinking to yourself, we're gonna do this so we can tear down SmackDown and they won't even be on television anymore because we you know we're so much better. And then a month later later you're working for them. You know, what and, and you know that that could happen. So what would be the what is the motivation? You know, and I I I know that wrestling's a television show. I know it's not real, but you can't go out. I mean, let's if we're all gonna be in that world, if we're gonna if we're gonna be in that world while we're watching those shows, then you need to obey the rules of that world. Mm-hmm. And so I agree. I, I again, huge fan of brand separation huge fan of building the two and making them um you know their own separate thing that come together at these special moments throughout the year so i hope they do that i really really do it's a good one you my number three is that where we're at here Mm -hmm. my number three shinsuke on smackdown i'm being a little bit more uh precise with this one uh, I, I spoiler here this is my third of three NXT there's the, my top two do not include NXT I had three guys on here Bobby Roode Samoa Joe Shinsuke Nakamura that I want to see on the main roster in 2017 I like it Roode and Joe I just said Bring them up and just take care of them. I don't care where they go. Shinsuke Nakamura, I believe, needs to be on SmackDown. I don't see the raw way of doing things, treating Shinsuke Nakamura the way he should. Much like AJ Styles. AJ Styles on SmackDown is world champion. AJ Styles on Raw, I think, is a mid-carder. And I feel like that is exactly what would happen with Shinsuke Nakamura. He would be allowed to do his thing and be himself and dominate on SmackDown. He would be lost in the land of the Giants. They, they, they're not going to let Shinsuke Nakamura beat Roman Reigns. No, they no won't. way. Uh, no way. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with so you. He can't be. He can't be on Raw. My what is it? Number three. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him get back together, but I really want to see him tease the Shield reunion more. Mm-hmm. Make me want it. Build it up, but don't give it to me at all. I like it. I, I went. I, I wrestled with putting the shield on this list. Uh, you know, if I was going to do that or not. Um, that's a good way to say it. The the way you just said it. Let them do their thing here and there. Maybe at those multi branded pay per views, or even even invade each other's show. Maybe something happens from time to time, but don't go full on reunion. No, I'm with you. I 100% agree. It doesn't need to be done. Um, I think the breakup was just big, was big enough, and they had so much momentum, and each one of them are main event, main eventers by themselves. 
that I'd like to see them get back together when time's right, but I want them to draw it out and make me want it, and they haven't done that really yet. Mm -hmm. What's your number two? Here we go. It's getting hot now. Number two. Uh, would you remind me what you said about John Cena and Ric Flair? And, and what was that, your nine or ten, or what was that? That was my number eight. I, I want to see Ric Flair be involved and rebuild his image as a manager and and prevent John Cena from becoming a 16-time champion. Prevent him or, or prevent him flat out or do everything he can to stop him, and but ultimately John Cena conquers. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure if I care either way as long as the story is told good. Gotcha. I love that story, so I'm going to steal that story from you <laughs> for my number two. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to steal that story for you from my number two, but the end of the story has to be John Cena ties Ric Flair's record in 2017. I'm okay That's with what it. I want. I'm okay. I want John Cena to tie Ric Flair's record in 2017, but I want it to be in a story that's awesome. I don't mm. want it to just happen. I yeah. want it to. I want him to chase it, and I want it to be a thing. I don't want him to get it the first time he goes for it. I hope he doesn't just get it at the Royal Rumble. I'll be. Ha I mean, I will be happy, but. I don't. I, I want it to be a story. I want him to go for it. And this that story that you came up with is as good as any, and maybe the most compelling one that I could think of. So that's what I'm going with. I but like ultimately, it. Cena ties Flair in 2017. I, that's and, that's my number two, and I'm okay with that. My number two is I want to see Miz become a main eventer again. Uh, the last mm. time he was a champion, he did. He, he was adequate. But his character is such a powerful character. He's telling such a great story. He's the best in the world right now at what he's doing. And I want to see him become a main eventer. I want to see him become involved in, you know, uh, the main event. I, I did not think he was even an adequate champion the first time around. But I'm with you on this because his character now is so much better, so much more compelling. Having Maurice there is just great. Um, he's knocking it out of the park right now. So for him to be involved in the main event event scene with this heel persona that he has right now, he's so hateable. It's so great. He's he's, there's not very many true heels because it's such a, it's, it's, the cool thing to do is to root for heels and wrestlers don't no wrestler ever wants to be a true heel. Even the heels want to be cool mm -hmm. because they want to sell merch and they want to have a fan base. There's so few guys that are just pure bad guys that everybody freaking hates. And the Miz is so good at it. And when you have that, you need to take advantage of it and use it and use it at a high level. So it's a good one. All right. And you're number Here one. Here we are, right? Yep. This is it. My number one wish of 2017 
is that the Undertaker gets one more ride at the top. <laughs> one, one more, one more run with the title for the Undertaker is my number one wish of 2017. All right, I can't argue again for it. It didn't make my list, but uh, all right. Do do you want to see him become a champion? I do. Yeah, uh, I right. want him to have. I want the Undertaker to be the world champion one last time. And I, that's that's my wish. That's my number one. I don't care how it happens. It doesn't have to happen at WrestleMania. He doesn't have to win the Royal Rumble, although I would be fine with him winning the Royal Rumble. It doesn't. It. I don't. I, I'm not putting any stipulations on it. It could be, even though I don't want it to be this. Uh, you know, people have talked about him winning the title and just laying it down in the ring and riding off in the sunset. You know, I've, I've proved once again that, you know, I'm the best and I'm just going to leave this title here in the middle of the ring and I'm going to walk to the back never to be seen from again. Um, I hope that's not how it goes, although that would be a cool way to end your, your career. But I just want to see The Undertaker back on top one more time this year. All right. I'm, I'm not going to argue with it. And my number one, Tony, and this is going to come as a bit of a surprise. It's not totally. Here we go. It's not totally thought out. But back when WWE, WWF bought WCW, they tried an invasion angle that failed horribly. But in, in, in paper and thought, it was a great concept. Now with Amen. now with they they butchered that that could be that could be the biggest missed opportunity in the history of wrestling. Now seriously, with, now with Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, I really feel like now that you could build an invasion angle with NXT, and not we're talking, you know, eight guys and they trick John Cena into joining him, and now he's got to be part. Of, well, I'm talking like. You have these young kids mixed with some veterans looking for their comeuppance, and they're taking it out on Raw, and they're taking it out on SmackDown, and maybe even the 205 or whatever they call that thing. I I want to see these NXT kids take some of these guys behind the woodshed and lay some wood to them and really say, we are NXT, we belong here. I love it. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. I think that putting NXT on a higher, I, I, it, it doesn't have to be an equal, but to not make it so known as the minor leagues, mm-hmm. just to get it, to get that off of it, I think would be great. And to have them guys show up, maybe it happens with Nakamura and Joe and rude and you know the austin aries you know yeah. these guys that are down there in you know i know they don't like each other but that could be part of it they don't like each other but they're sick of being they have one thing in common and it's that they're sick of being told that they're in the minor leagues i like it and we'll come up here and we'll show you what the minor leagues looks like that'd be cool that what, would be cool what? yeah that that inv- invasion angle God, it's could it could have been so great, mm-hmm. and it was so terrible. 
I agree. It was such a missed opportunity. All right, it's a good list. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. That yeah. was a lot of fun. If if there was one thing on my list that you would say, uh, and we'll throw the John Cena because we both have that out there, but one thing on my list from the Miz main event, the Shield tease, the draft, Jericho title run, uh, the Triple H thing, uh, let's see, a more better, a better handle on the pay-per-view, Kurt Angle. What is the one thing on my list that you feel like will come true? Ooh, that's not the question I thought you were going to ask. Um, I thought you were going to ask which was my favorite, and my favorite is the draft thing mm-hmm. because I really hope that they protect the draft um, a lot. Um, I The most likely to come true is probably The Miz. I think The Miz will compete. I don't know if he'll win a world championship, but I think he'll compete for the world title. I think he'll be in the main event scene for a, 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 a good run this year. Uh, just again, because because you you need a heel. You mm-hmm. need a pure heel. And there are just so few of those. And so for him to be able to do that at such a high level, you almost if you have a babyface champion, which they will at some point, they you know, they you almost have to it, it, it uh, he almost has to be there. I agree. So I, I think that could be the most I think that could be the most likely to come true. Tony, that's the tens this week. I love it. If you have out there in listener land, if uh, if we missed anything terribly, if you hated something on our list or you love something on our list or you can't believe that we we left something out, you can uh, tweet me at Tony Colombo nine seven one. That's at Tony Colombo nine seven one on Twitter. You can go to the Smack Talk Live Facebook page. And you can comment there and let us know what you thought. Uh, you can also tweet my partner, Dennis. Give him your Twitter handle, please. At Dennis77Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. You can shoot me a friend request on Facebook because Lord knows Tony Colombo doesn't have one. And <laughs> and you can go. Stick to Twitter. Stick yeah. to Twitter with me. Yeah. <laughs> and you can head over to the you know, Smack Talk Live Facebook page, like it, subscribe, be a fan, uh, leave comments there. Also, pictures. It's a nice little community that's slowly growing, and uh, we're glad you guys stopped by. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, Dennis and I say this all the time. We do this podcast because it gives us an excuse to talk about wrestling, and we are not in it for you know there to be thousands and thousands of people listening to us every week but we appreciate anybody that just wants to come along and be a part of this and listen to a couple of guys that just really like to talk wrestling and use social media twitter our twitter accounts and the show's facebook page to join the conversation and be a part of everything that we're doing. Anybody that wants to come along, we certainly appreciate it and would love to hear from you. So you want to, why don't you take us home this time? Well, guys, uh, that's tens for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out, being a part of it. Uh, 
you know, until next week, I guess uh, enjoy and, uh, and happy Royal Rumble, guys. <laughs>